Hey, Joel. Yo. I've got an idea. Shoot. What if we made a podcast? Back to you, Joel and Uriah's Terrible Ideas. Thank you for hanging out with us. This is now uh, episode four, which I'm going to title tentatively A New Hope. (laughs) 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 Love Star Wars. Wrong podcast. Hey, go listen to our other podcast, Intercepted Transmissions. It's a Star Wars theory podcast. Uh, Not that we come up with theories, but more that we destroy them. We judge them harshly, and it's a good, good time. But that's not what we're here to do today. No, nope, um, not at all. No, this is Joel and Uriah's terrible ideas, which is which is where one of us pitches the other one a terrible idea, and then we give it legs, and we either attempt to push it down a hill, um, or or like leave it sitting there so that you can climb atop the majestic legged creature hill and of ride ideas. It down. Yeah, you can, and then you can ride that down the hill to success Enjoy. or very bad failure. Also, that is an option. That- that that could happen very much could happen but uh today it is joel's turn and i'm so curious I've got what you got this idea actually okay so uriah you kind of gave me this idea a little bit uh you probably don't realize that you did this uh you, you m- mentioned something on facebook created a poll um mm-hmm. and i got to thinking about it and so he, he, here's my idea i'd like to make a food truck that does that specializes in french fries just french fries um, now this could go a couple different directions. Either one, you could do like just one really good French fry and then talk about all the different kinds of toppings and sauces and whatever that could go with it. I'm sorry. Or, no, no, no. We need to pause for just a second. Ah, uh, French fry, a singular French fry. Wouldn't that just be like a baked potato? Like you can't, no, <laughs> you're like, you're telling me it, you're going to put a single French fry on a plate and no, serve that. No, 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 no. Have a really good, like a single cut of french fries so there's not different options of french fries you when you order french fries there's no options with the french fries it's just one really good selection of pre-cut handmade right then right then and there french fries as opposed to and this is where it would have made sense the other option for the truck is that you have you you go in there and you uh get fries with some pre-standard toppings whatever and it could be waffle fries or seasoned fries or wedges or regular fries or shoestring or curly. You see what I mean by okay, one yes. really good, positive, really good French fry or a whole bunch of different options of French fries. I, I see what you're discussing. I've been to enough food trucks in my time that like the idea of a single French fry was not that outlandish to me. Oh, <laughs> so, got it. Not that I've ever, I've never actually been to a single fry food truck, but like I've been to weird ones and that seems like one that could happen in a very unfortunate circumstance. Yeah, that, I don't see why that would, no, I would not. That would not be a good idea. Yeah, it was also well, it would be a terrible idea, which is why I thought it seemed appropriate for our podcast. <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah. So okay, so you want to start a food truck, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay, great. So what do you need to start a food truck? What like what we are what's truck. your what's your game plan? Right, you need a truck. Um, what if I got my dad has an old not old, it's like a I want to say it's like an O one F one fifty single cab. Do you think we could use that? Okay. Probably not. I, I, when I think of a food truck, I'm thinking of like the it'd be boxy and big, and so like a box truck. Oh, so what we need to do is find like an old, like a furniture mover truck that is no longer yeah. in service, like for a defunct Something furniture like moving that. company. And then like we could literally sell French fries fry. out of the back of a truck. Yes, is that a good idea? <laughs> um, no, that's a bad idea. It's no, 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 no. Let's run with this. Let's run with this. Let's. I think okay. that it's feasible. 
Um, because it is, it's a, the, the food truck marketplace is all about shaking things up and doing things a little bit differently, but also maintaining traditional style, um, or traditional, so, you know, like, like sort of that, that mesh of the two. Okay. And I think that if we play on, take that idea and apply it to the actual, the actual truck itself, um, that we could go really far. So you, so you have the really standard food on the inside, but the new and unique idea about this food truck would be the actual truck. Yes, itself. It is. Yeah, it's we're selling it out of an old like budget well, truck that has no line. Yeah, like, an old it had, truck. like it had a busted axle or something. Like it was in an accident, and so they can't they can't use it anymore. But Ooh, they, yeah, you have to haul it from place to place with another truck. Lol. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Hey, it's, a food, selling... it's a food truck that we haul with another truck. That's not a food truck. It's the food truck, did... no truck, truck, food. It's not the something. the not food truck truck. The not food truck truck hauls the food truck truck. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Perfect. So yeah, an old budget truck. Uh, you, you just you fix it up so it's actually drivable. I don't mm-hmm. know that you actually want to haul a truck around with a truck. Yeah. Especially, especially like so. So to so to haul it around, it would be on an on, on a tilt. And if you're doing fries out of it, there's fry oil that would then be on a tilt. Well, this is not a good. You'd th- park it no. first. You would definitely. Okay. Before you'd, yeah, you you'd want to like. Oil. Yeah, you'd want to let. It, yeah, yeah, before you start the fryer, you'd want to put it down, and you always let give the fryer a chance to cool down before you take off. Yeah, I mean, right? Like you have, you've got to do all your other cleaning stuff. Anyways, you might as well like drain the oil into, and and you could craft some kind of like steel box with a drain and everything in it that you could like just store the oil in while you're driving from why, place to place. Why not? Why not just? Why not just drain it into the sewer? and get new oil new oil every time you excuse me you're just you want to just drain all that deep fryer grease into the sewers you know that's it's probably illegal it's super illegal unless you're yeah. in very specific jurisdictions like not america and i'm not exactly <laughs> sure how food trucks work in other countries don't know how trucks work in other countries let alone food trucks yeah so okay I, so so definitely probably keep the box on the inside yeah let's keep, yeah keep the box on the inside we'll find appropriate ways to dump it like jumping over the guard wall at mcdonald's dumpsters and just pouring it into their grease traps there we go i like that idea yeah uh okay so we have the so we have the truck situation figured out right what is it uh, are we gonna are we gonna repaint it well we'd have to but that that we'll we'll go we'll get to that when we get to like the name and the theme Mm, okay and all of that so right now let's look let's think about the inside of the truck um so if it's an old budget rental truck or like something like that i'm thinking one of those then you've got the front cab that's for driving that would not be accessible from the food preparation area no so the inside it's literally a blank slate there's nothing in there it's a big it's like a big it's like a black box theater except it's a it's a well, budget box what you, truck what do you need to um to run a few different fryers some warmers and um heat heating areas maybe a griddle like what uh, would you uh, need to to run all of that well you need electricity so we'd have, we need a generator um okay we'd also That's want a, a way exhaust to just like, is a problem there oh you just set the generator away set it out in front of the in front of the truck and let it deal it's do its thing somewhere else you don't put the generator in the truck you have okay. a, you have a storage space so, there, for it. so there's a whole setup yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you have to have a okay. little bit. There's a little bit of a setup process, right? Like you get to, like you pull up, you pull up to, excuse me, you you pull up to Walmart or wherever you're gonna go do your ply your trade, sell your fries. Yeah, you take half an hour to park the truck, get it like get it level, like you know those like those those crazy yeah. arm things on on dirt movers. Right, like you. They, oh, so we're gonna have some of the some some of those stabilizer arms for style, yeah, mostly. Um, <laughs> 
I told you we needed sound effects. That was from episode one. Um, so <laughs> sound effects. we, yeah, so you, you take a few minutes, you put down your stabilizer arms, you run the generator out the front, you plug it in, you know, um, and then you, you fire up your kitchen all this while you've hired a local teenager to spin a sign for you out by the road saying like, yes, French fries, hot French fries in 30 minutes. Right. And occasionally change out his signs. You're going to need approximately a dozen signs to change every okay, so often. So- that's I'm, I'm envisioning like shelving real shelving really high in the in the budget areas and like you know the the top area of where um inside the truck where all the little lights things get thrown uh-huh. on top when you're moving. That's for dry storage. That's for things like napkins and plates and uh, fry baskets and the light and like, the five signs. Yes, yeah, and the five signs. We'll put those those will slide like slide exactly. up on top somewhere. So definitely some some dry storage up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the like the main body of the truck, you would need I would say to like to be safe. So you, if if we're gonna be flash frying orders, um, then you're gonna need to do like you can do two or three orders in a basket, two or three orders of fries in a basket. Um, you'd you'd probably want you'd want to hope things are going well. So you'd probably want like six baskets. If this is the only thing you can do, right? Then you have so to be three double fryers. Like yeah. three double fryers, I think would be enough. Um, Pro- you're probably right. A little. Um, well, a, it, depends, it depends on how you cook them. I mean, there, there's the process where you like, um, you you fry it for a little bit first. You take it out, you let it drain, and then you fry it again. And if you're doing that, you need you probably need another double fryer just to prep a whole bunch of fries ahead of time. I'm not intimately familiar with the double fry method, so I'm not sure I want to do that okay. quite yet. And I think that right. I think that for the purposes of like a food truck, right? One of the biggest problems is, um, it's they tend to be run by these like really passionate. F- food people right like these chefs that just adore their craft and they make incredible food but they put a lot of effort and time and love into each and every bowl and while it comes out very you successfully just described us i did <laughs> and we, <laughs> but we have to be careful because if we do that um we run the the risk of of the the same thing that happens to every every truck right is like i walk up to my favorite barbecue truck and i order my fries with meat and i wait seven to eight minutes to get my stuff it's yeah, like you don't want to wait that long i don't well and sometimes and like if they're busy i could wait 12 to 15 minutes and you know at, at 12 to 15 minutes i could have gone to bob evans if i lived close to one well, and gotten... you see the purpose of the double fry method is to have some ready to drop into the fryer for the second time and it doesn't take nearly as long to cook them that time if you drop some just raw potato straight into the fryer you're waiting five to seven minutes for those fries to be done if you fry them ahead of time partly and let them drain and and cool a little bit when you fry them the second time the outside gets crispy the inside gets done but not burnt and it doesn't take nearly as long all right well you've just sold me we're gonna need we're gonna need eight probably five double fryers or more. I th- like i think eight fryers total would be enough because you could have because you because right like if you have the proper warming apparatus yeah. then you could you could spend the first that that initial like half hour to an hour while you're in the setup process just getting like that's your prep right like you're getting these fries ready you're just you getting get, fries you ready just you fry. just say you get get i don't know like a hundred orders of fries ready and and then you have that many fries in the warmer and like you'll just you'll be ready you need a lot of baskets because if once you drop them into the fryer the first time you don't take them out of the basket you just drop them into the fryer the second time and they're just sitting there in the basket ready Hmm. we couldn't do a hundred orders then we had to be much smaller i'm starting to think this might be kind of like an elite thing so okay so if we had like say if you had 
40, 40 baskets of fries, right? You could do, and you assume that you could pull out of a normal, a normal basket. You could probably get, you know, three to four orders of fries. We need, that's a lot. You can like 120. Yeah. You can still get a lot of orders ready. You could have, you could have a hundred. Okay. No. Okay. So I'm still on board with this. You have like a hundred orders of fries, about a hundred orders of fries ready. And then, or like that are pre-fried. Fresh fresh cut fries. Yeah. And then you have those sitting in a warmer (laughs) and then you just, you just go until you sell out. Absolutely. So there's all these different kinds of fry options. Which one would you choose if you were just going to pick one of them to go with? Um, my gut instinct is either like the traditional like eighth inch French fry, not the shoestrings, right? Not super tiny, but like McDonald's size fries or potato wedges. I think both of those are good options. I'd go with the standard eighth inch fry just because you can buy the cutters for it. You can get a lot of quantity out of that. Um, and that's what people expect when you're talking about French fries. Okay, so we've that, gotten ahead that's... of ourselves. So for that for that idea for a truck, we need, I'd say, eight total fryers and yep. a little grill for toppings a little flat iron like a like yep. a two by two flat iron not not yeah not too crazy because it's about the fries it's not right. about the toppings yeah this is just so we can like get our onions super great yeah um you need some kind of cold storage um for your dairy products because you don't want your dairy products to go bad and you also can't Correct. like you can't make you can't have gourmet fries without cheese and sour cream and ranch dressing like you need yeah w- at least one well, of those things the- if not two or more and Uriah, this is the next step of of this conversation. Um, the fries, yeah, that's the main thing. And so we pick one cut of fry that we like. It's like just the main fry, the regular fry. So when you order fries, there's not lots of different options of fries. It's just the one kind of fry. Mm-hmm. But where this becomes an awesome idea and might be a little off-brand for us is in the sauces. So many sauces. So you're just this think, is the goal. You're thinking about having a, a variety of dipping dipping well, cups you can, that you can dip dipping cups, or yeah, you you say you want your fries with uh, Venezuelan garlic sauce, and then that's what you get. Or you get your fries with if you're boring, you get ketchup, or you have like two different two or three different kinds of barbecue. You get the vinegar vinegar barbecue, the uh, the this very sweet, the very uh, spicy barbecues. Um, you have ranch uh, cheese. All these different kinds of sauces. You can pick whatever kinds of sauces you want on your fries. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you I, can mix and match. I kind of like this because this is also the kind of thing that you could say, um, like, you could you could sit down for, a, you know, like, you could plan out a week, right? Like, we're going to have eight sauces or ten sauces available yeah. that, like, that, like, are custom made, right? Like, you can always have... You can have you can buy a gallon of ranch at Sam's Club. You yeah, can you buy can a gallon ketchup, of ketchup. Mustard, you can whatever. get huge amounts of mustard and relish. And, like, you can get basic condiments... But like if you say we're going to have eight specialty sauces this week um, and we're going to do so like we make a fancy barbecue, you make a, a um, like a sriracha, a sweet and sweet and sriracha sauce, yes. right? Like you do some kind of a thick teriyaki. Right. Um, you, like you have you give yourself a variety of heck, sauces. You could, you could, with, you could you, set you could that go up with a gravy and do poutine. Yeah, I'm totally down. I'm totally down for like that's absolutely an option. I'm down because that's the kind of thing that you could like you could spend one day a week, right? Like one of your days that you're not going yeah. out in the truck and you just make a bunch of sauces and you just spend a bunch of time and you probably want to do that in your home kitchen because that's yeah. obviously four burners is absolutely enough to make a food truck worth of sauces for a week. Yeah. It won't I'm take, having deep regrets yeah, about yeah. saying that out loud. You like this idea, don't you? Joe, don't tempt me, you monster. Well, you had a different idea for a food truck. I did. Um, and I'll, 
we'll talk about Curry in a hurry later. But <laughs> I want to really focus. I would really want to drill deep into this into this right. fry plan. So, so okay, the, so, we, so definitely onions, maybe some grilled peppers, um, some um, some cheese. What other toppings would go in there? And you, yeah, you mix up your specialty sauces. You have the typical ketchup, mustard, ranch. What um, toppings we need do you think toppings um i like i like peppers and onions being the only like vegetables um having yeah. a, having a couple varieties of peppers right like okay you want a little <laughs> spicy we've got we've got a mix that has jalapenos in it you want um, yeah, yeah are yeah. you a little wuss like me and you don't you only want a little spicy like we'll have a variety that doesn't have it and you can add your own sauce and make it as spicy as you want I, we also we need some protein that you can add on so i like the idea of pulled pork and yeah um, pulled pork and fries go really well together pulled pork does go really good with fries oh man i like pulled pork i like uh bacon bits and i like mm-hmm. um they, but they couldn't be bacon bits they have to be like bacon chunks like you'd have to have like good like this is actual be a primary bacon protein. that you cut yeah you, like yeah, you get like yeah. squares of bacon not we still call them bacon bits so that way when you get them you're like, you're like oh whoa, wow, wow these bacon bits are awesome these are but if you call them like, these are not bacon bits these are bacon bites when you but when you call it like bacon as a topping you see these bites you're like oh it's kind of it's, it's all about perception right if you're expecting yeah, yeah. bacon bits and you get bacon hunks you're like oh yeah th- I, i'm going back to this place i need you to be much much more excited about my bacon bites idea that was brilliant i turned bacon bits into bacon bites and you just like walked past it like it didn't even matter no it is a good idea I, heck okay it's a, such a good idea we've done it before we have it's true the bacon <laughs> parties that's a story for another time. That's yeah. a, that was a truly terrible idea. <laughs> oh, man. We, we paid for that for hours afterwards. Oh, many, many hours. And then misery. we did it again. Uh, if you Twice. want the whole story, you're going to have to check that out on Patreon. We'll talk about it. We'll record this, and then we'll we'll talk about that story later. We'll talk later. about the bacon party later. Yeah. I think pulled pork bacon so, and um, a beef, bacon. some kind of beef. Uh, you, what is it at a lot of fairs? You can get, like, chopped ribeye, like, like okay. finely chopped ribeye, right? Because that's easy to, like, if you chop it up real fine you can toss it on the grill to crisp it up a little bit and cook it real fast and you could use that ribeye is expensive uh you just make this kind of like the premium tier french fry right because you do you need something that like everybody can come and i can get like okay i can get a basket of fries with ketchup and mustard for my kids that's you know three four dollars whatever but like you also need to be able to you need to be able to facilitate people who came out on like a date uh they're like hey let's come like oh let's get like the nice nice fries and those are like 12 dollars a plate and it's it's like ribeye and onions and mushrooms or somebody just doesn't eat pork or yes yeah um would you do anything other than those main vegetables and those main meats uh no i think those vegetables and meats you kind of you have a free slate for any sauce yeah um vegetable like peppers and onions is a really versatile base yeah it is um and you can use that in i mean nearly any cuisine truthfully so i think you've got some refrigeration storage inside the truck you've got the eight fryers the the uh, 40 baskets you've got some heating areas you've got a a quick little small uh flat top griddle to heat things up the peppers and the and the um and the meats uh right before you put it on the warming case that you would need for 40 fry baskets would be immense and i'm worried that like the smaller sized budget truck that i'm thinking of will not fit and we'll need like the 20 foot model well i was I mean, envisioning like the 12 like the 12 foot 8 to 12 foot in, be- in between fries you don't like once you fry it the first time and, and before you fry it the second time you don't need to keep it in a warming case you you have it sit there just draining hanging you cannot, above the you fryer cannot, you cannot be food safe if you keep your if you keep your food in the temperature danger zone, I'm gonna ha- no. I don't know that it. I'm gonna have to remember how this is done. The then. temperature danger I've, zone, I've, Joel, is is between forty and one hundred and forty degrees. And if your food sits yes, in there I, for I'm, now, I'm, I'm no. I'm aware of this, but I've seen it done 
where it's still hanging above the fryers between fry between the first fry and the second fry. Yes. So the assumption there is that it won't stay. I believe you have an hour. If food if food lasts in the temperature danger zone for an hour, that's when it starts to. That's when it develops enough bacteria to make somebody sick. Um, okay. But so the idea is that like, yeah, sure. If you're going to fry it, you're going to, okay. You run it for five minutes, six minutes in the fryer or not even that. That's a long time. You know, three, four minutes, whatever in the fryer. Yeah. And then you hang it and you let it drain for a minute or two. And then you drop it back in the fryer. That's a different story. That's okay. right. Cause like it doesn't sit in the temperature danger zone long enough to be a problem. Um, but if your expectation is just to leave a bunch of French fries out in the open on the counter, I don't know that I would. That's a real leave problem. A whole, yeah, I would. I don't know that I'd leave a whole bunch. I'd, I'd get. I'd get a start working ahead um, with these fries. Uh, the first fry ahead, but I don't know that I'd do all of them for the entire day right at the first. You just have one person prepping all of them, and you have the other person dropping them in when the orders come. Hmm. Okay, so we have decided that this is at least a two-person operation. No, three-person operation because three we have person to have somebody. Spin- somebody has to be spinning the signs. Um, yes, uh, four. Some, then, if we're talking about the sign, you got to have somebody doing the toppings and giving the food orders out and taking the money. So you have okay timeout. So you have you have maybe the, maybe just three sign spinner, um, uh-huh. general fry chef, and like toppings chef. Is that we are? Is that, that your sounds, three? That sounds about right. Yeah. And then so four, if you want to have like a public face, right? Somebody manning the counter, which the counter is literally just like one of those Sam's Club white plastic tables that you set out. Yeah, and it gets beat yeah, to heck constantly Absolutely. you maybe even like maybe even you like tape, maybe a tablecloth you, you tape yeah. down one of those cheap crappy tablecloths that you like keep reusing like that that always every single time every single every single church has these they're these disposable oh, yeah. tablecloths that have been put on a table and for some reason people think we need to clean those they never get sanitized properly this is a major problem yeah it is got a little ranty there i apologize <laughs> So yeah, so so th- three or four, uh, three three makes sense because you hire somebody on the spot for the sign spinning, and then you've got the mm-hmm. two people inside the truck, one working fries, one working uh, toppings, and and deliver giving the orders out the window or out the back or whatever. Oh, it's at the um, table. There's and, no window. It's at the back. Everybody sees everything that's happening for the two people who oh, are okay, standing in the perfect. yeah. Yeah, so it's right, totally right open. People see what's happening in the in the we'll call it the kitchen. Uh, if, okay, if we must. And then um, those two people are the two people that get to sit in the front cab. This is why it works perfectly. No other vehicles needed. You could fit three, but why would you want to? So you're saying that we just pull up somewhere and like find a vagrant to run our sign spinning That's literally what you said. That's, That's literally what you said. You didn't say vagrant. You said teenager, but it's the same thing. You pull up, you find a teenager, you pay him a little bit of money to spin a sign for you. I, I mean, I, I had hoped that this would be a little more solid income for somebody. I was thinking maybe you hire a teenager to like work uh, for you. And not... You could tell that kid to show up wherever you go. I'm sorry? You could show the, you could show that, tell that kid to show up wherever you're planning on being. Be like, hey, we're going to be here today. I've got to go grab some more potatoes, whatever. We're going to grab some things and we'll meet you there. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. So now we know how the truck is outfitted. We know what we're serving. Yep. We know oh, definitely. our and staff. In the, in the very furthest away, back, like next to the cab, stacks of bags of potatoes and a potato cutter. You put the potato there and you cut it right there on the spot. It it, it gives a, a nice like I'm buying fresh cut potatoes yeah. feel to it, which you are. That's right. the goal. Yeah. So, okay. So here. So, so now we're back to the outside. 
the name and the uh and the theme. And this is where I need you, Uriah. Okay. You're more creative at this than I am. I the only names I keep coming up with are names that are taken. Okay. And we can't use them. Like I I want it to lean on the sauces. And so my first thought was the sauce is the boss. I'm like, I can't do that. That's sweet baby rays. Yeah. Um then I'm like, awesome sauce. Well, that's too old. Yeah. That doesn't work. And then I'm like, well, it's it's also kind of about the fries. Fries guys. Wait a minute. Uh, that's five guys. Uh, what? <laughs> this isn't working for me, Uriah. All right, Joel. I've got one for you. Okay. Dramatic pause. Literally just French fries. <laughs> French fries. No, 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 or, no. No, 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 no. The name of the truck is, wait for it, wait French for it. Fries. Literally just French fries. I do like that. It's great. And, uh, what, what I had... When I had said uh, earlier, my wife didn't like it, but I I, I, st- I, I still think it's w- maybe worth considering Frenchies. Mm, no, because then it sounds like we're about to make out with somebody, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking like the old guy with the hat. Wait a minute. That's what? me. The, oh, you I'm, are an old guy with a hat. Joel. Yeah. We can't know. We can't His no, nickname is no. Frenchies. Frenchie. Because his last no, name, you know, no, whatever. No. So it doesn't work. No, okay. No. Literally. Literally just, just French fries. French fries. Yes. I like it. You can't slow down when you say it, though. You needed the you need the dramatic pause before. Oh, no! Literally just French fries. Yeah, yeah. You don't pause between. It's the dramatic. It's dramatic pause. Literally just literally French fries. just French fries. Is dramatic pause going to be on the side of the truck as well? It'll be um. It'll be an ellipses. It'll just be you know just a dot dot <laughs> dot, 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 dot. Literally dot. just French literally fries. Just and, French and fries. the dramatic pause will be signified by the by the ellipses. That's very very clear. Everybody knows exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think so. So what what besides the name? What do we paint on the outside? Literally just French fries. Like so just we, the just, name. we just uh, oh, we just we just pictures get pictures of French fries. Just pictures of French fries. Like the entire truck. Like we get the truck um, vinyl wrapped in a, a super duper high resolution picture of a basket <laughs> of French fries. Not even a basket. <laughs> of just the french fries like you just just, just the french fries just french golden fries. brown mm-hmm. french fries perfectly what perfectly color? fried french fries so yeah that's my that was my that was my idea i think it'd be a lot of fun i think it'd be worth i think people would go to it i um, think so too that does sound like i mean and again we're so we're looking at our pricing structure right you have your i like the you've got a little something for everybody so i do think people would attend and you also set a hard line every day right like you don't don't work your butt off for eight hours, right? This is not supposed to be something like this is. No, yeah. This is something that you would, um, you you you, you do it because it's a passion a project. But you come in, you come in with a simple product for a simple, you know, just say, we're, here's our here's the thing, guys. We're coming in here with French fries, and we've made a bunch of them. We're gonna have French fries until we don't anymore, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Like, just you sell a hundred to one hundred and twenty baskets of fries. Yeah, and you go right. You find you find a place. You sell till you're out, and then you're done. Yeah, I like it. So you're probably there with setup and teardown, cleanup and everything. You're probably there like four to five hours, I would imagine. The idea here is that it's like get them while they're hot. Come in early. You create that. You create that scarcity, and people want it more because they're like, oh, well, what if I don't get it? Well, I'm. What if I have to come back tomorrow? I don't want to. Like, I want to. I need to get my fries now. I gotta go. So they get in there. They get in early. You sell all your French fries. You go. You turn a crazy profit because potatoes are wildly inexpensive. Once you pay off, don't don't tell people that. Don't Don't tell people that. No, there's a lot of money that goes into all of those ingredients, especially the prime potatoes from Idaho. No, we're talking Aldi potatoes, bro. Like, I am not (laughs) messing around. (laughs) 
You're giving away all of our secrets. This is. Co- I, was actually, this is- I was actually just working out the math on a piece of paper, what we could charge per basket and how much we'd be making. It looks like we'd be doing 30 an hour. Um, Joel, is this a real idea that you're telling me about on, on the podcast? No, I ha- I don't have the time for this. Oh, no, of I would go not. to this. No. Um, we don't as, have the time, we don't have the time, time for We don't have this. time for anything. Joel, we don't have time for this project. No, the you're one right. That, the we're, one that our people are listening to right now, we don't have people, time for this. The one we're actually doing, yeah, we don't have time for this. So what I'm saying is like not having time to do it does not prevent us from doing it. That's true. Anyways, that wouldn't be enough. I'm I'm looking at about $8 a basket. Is that like our premium fry or is that like the one that you're expecting no, people to buy the most? That's 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 the base. That's Whoa, for the base? No, that's like the everybody you think fry. The premium? You think that's a premium? I think we need to I think you need something for everybody and I think $8 as your as your entry point is, is a too high of a barrier for entry. Also okay. because there are a lot seven? I'm thinking more like 4 three or four okay for like right, but that's right. like potatoes and a basic sauce right for, oh, for four it, dollars and then, i was thinking you're getting a meat you're getting a whatever for, for this. yes i so i think if you get um if you get bacon or pulled pork if you get bacon bites or pulled pork right like then you then you up that's like your mid-range that's your like seven you know your six or seven dollar fry and then your like your premium your steak fry is the is the one you know you right you've got you've got ribeye and you've you've got chopped ribeye or brisket depending on what you're doing that week um okay and that's your like 10 to 12 dollar fry and you load it up right right? like i want to give people their like i want to make sure that like oh man i spent 12 dollars on a basket of fries you better have gotten some really great fries So even if we're, I mean, so so you're looking at four bucks for the base, twelve bucks for the premium. You're gonna strike some sort of middle ground between them, probably closer to the seven dollar range. I think you're probably doing. I think you're probably gonna average average about seven dollars a basket. Averaging seven dollars a basket, that's two hundred and ten dollars an hour uh, coming in uh, because I'm, you know, we're doing one hundred and twenty fries over over four hours. I realize there's some prep and some whatever, so it's two hundred and ten bucks an hour. Four hours, we're looking at eight hundred and uh forty dollars eight hundred and forty dollars a day coming in and coming in uh, so in order to pay for ingredients pay for the insurance for the for the uh truck pay for the license to serve food pay the people who were there three of them yeah i think it's doable i think it's i think at eight hundred and forty dollars if you if you turn eight hundred and forty dollars i think you are probably coming close to you're gonna make a little bit of money. Yeah, not, um, not a whole bunch. You're not. You you're not to gonna be turning. Rib. You're not gonna be turning a, a proper profit not until proper. you pay off your truck. Rib at that eye. point, I'm sorry. Your ribeye's price. I mean, that can get real. even. At, even if you go in, like to Sam's Club and get it there, that's still pretty pricey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah I think it's, it's I, so. Doable. This is so. This is an idea. This is a. This is a. This is a perfectly viable, terrible idea. Absolutely. I think that's it's a pretty good podcast. We didn't really yeah. end. We did. We did. Like, I tried to wrap it up three or four times. So we've got like something that resembles a conclusion. Yeah. Our intro and outro music was created by Phantom Sage. It's called Kingdom, and it's available from SoundCloud and No Copyright Sound. Go check them out on YouTube. That's where we found them. Our logo icons were designed by Salif Art on Fiverr. If you want to look just like us, you can do that with a commission. We're on Facebook as Joel and Uriah. We're on Twitter as at Joel and Uriah. And Google Plus technically, but we're never going to check it. To get the podcast delivered to you directly, you could follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on iTunes, or subscribe to us on Google Play Music. Thanks for hanging out with us, and you'll hear from us next time on Joel and Uriah's Terrible Ideas. Allies, for all our girls, we abide by, for us
I thought there was going to be something different. Do you want me to say it, or is it okay that you just said that? 